Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today. Unfortunately, it's uh, not good terms as we have to talk about the Titans. Wild card playoff loss to the Baltimore Ravens. The Titans fall 20-13 to today in Nashville. Baltimore gets the comeback and really the rematch for this season and for what happened last year in the playoffs. But Denard and I are going to break it down. We're going to try to talk you through it, get you off the ledge a little bit. But Denard, before we go, how are you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing great, D. I can't complain. I know it's a loss and I know everybody's down. But again, it's been a very, uh, it's a great season. So I want to say congratulations to Tennessee. They won the AFC South, so they have a lot basically keep their heads up and headed into the 2021 season yeah and denard like going off of that i mean we will be here for you all off seasons we try to see what this team is going to do for the future as they look to build but before we get into breaking down this game i want to ask do you believe and believe in titans is presented by betonline.ag the nba and college basketball are back and the nfl playoffs have started and with all these sports going on there are plenty of bets to lock in, so you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship, or is somebody going to upset Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Well, you need to go to betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. D, this game started out, Titans got up early, 10 nothing. After that, it just, uh, things didn't seem to go our way. Whenever you, you look at this loss for the Titans, what was ultimately the downfall for the team? Well, it, it wasn't hard to figure it out. You just got outplayed, you know. It just sometimes it's all about X's and O's. It's about matchups. Uh, Mike Vrabel said it best, and I'm just quoting him when he says he said this. It wasn't good enough as a team today. Uh, they just got outplayed. It, it's that it's that simple. You know, sometimes it happens. I think with a loss, uh, sometimes sitting on the other side, we want to sometimes point out what happened and where did you know where did this go wrong? What you know, like the indie game, we we pointed to the third quarter. Uh, that wasn't the case today. They just basically outplayed. Uh, they got outplayed from the beginning, and I would say this is at about 2.35 left in the second half is when Baltimore basically took over, uh, I call it the momentum of the game, and that's what happened. But other than that, it's just uh, they won their matchups and we didn't, you know, and, I, and there's nobody to blame uh, for this game, but, you know, you got to look in the mirror and say, you know, this was on us, not anybody else. No, I completely agree with you. I mean, we could go through as far as what, was the downfall. I, I think you mentioned it really well last week whenever we were talking about how the Titans managed to win the last couple of times we've played them. And what we've done is we've limited the big plays. Yes. Today, you didn't necessarily do that. And the one time whenever you're talking about momentum, Lamar Jackson took off 48 yards, had that touchdown run, and that, that shifted the game. Uh, Titans were able to get a lot of things going well in the first quarter. Just whenever you're looking at the drives they had, I know both teams had a three and out on their first possession, but after that, the Titans were moving the ball down the field, 10 plays, 70 yards, touchdown. Then you go seven plays, 45 yards, and a field goal. I mean, it would have been nice to get a touchdown there, but 
either way, you're like, all right, this team's moving the ball. And then after that, we just really struggle to get anything going offensively. And when you look at it, the Ravens, you got to give them credit. They made sure that Derrick Henry didn't beat him. He had 18 carries for 40 yards. And whenever you're able to do that, you have a very good chance of beating the Titans. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, going back and looking at this beforehand, if you were to tell me the Titans are going to hold the Ravens to 20 points, I would have said we were coming out with a victory. But the offense just wasn't clicking today. Well, you know what? And let me just tell you about what playoff football is about. Um, It's about, at this time of year, we're talking about January. Of course, the weather changes, so it's cold. Okay. And so in cold weather, you have to be able to run the football. Okay. You think about, let's just go through a little bit statistics. And I know I said I wasn't going to talk about stats, but who was the leading rusher today for the Baltimore Ravens? My man D. It was Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson with 136 yards rushing. 48 of them was the scamper in the second quarter where he ended up going 48 for the TD. And then who was the second leading rusher? For the Ravens, uh, I'm going to guess J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. Okay, and now you look at us. Who was our leading rusher today? I mean, it was Derek, but Derek for what? Forty yards 40. rushing. Yeah, this on is eight, the, eighteen carries. Exactly, and I counted it. He had twelve carries with four three in the third quarter for just twenty four yards. This is the reigning NFL MVP rushing champion. This is a guy that, this is a player, excuse me, not a guy. This is the king, right? This, this is a, a young man that is on the cuffs of winning the NFL uh, Most Valuable Player Award, at least Offensive Player of the Year. And this is your playmaker. This is, the, this is the young man that sets the tone for your football team. And he had 12 carries and for 24 yards in the third quarter. He ended up with 18 carries for 40 yards. And you know who fault that is? Who's that, D? Well, I'm going to blame Don Martindale. You know who that is? It's DC. That's your former coach in the DC <laughs> for the Baltimore coach, Ravens. My former coach for the Baltimore Ravens. Blame it on Coach Martindale. I'm going to give him a call and tell him it was his fault. And I blame Calais Campbell. I blame the former Bronco, Derek Wolf, McPhee, Brandon Williams, because that defensive line today basically said, listen, you are not going to beat us number 22. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were more physical up front and just set the edge. And that's when you're able to do that. I, I think you can hear it in my voice, Denard. I am, I am not excited right now. It's but okay. It's, it's, I mean, that's, that's part of it. That's why we love sports. That's why we kind of have that passion. And that's why we go through and, and do these shows for the love of the game. And I know that this, this outcome wasn't in our favor, but it's one of those things to where when you look at the coaching situations, it's some of those things that I think are, you're able to fix in the future. And I mean, I would say the Titans definitely got out coached today. I wouldn't say it was by a dramatic margin, but because I thought the Titans on the defensive side of the ball, at least did a very good job of containing Lamar outside of that one play. Yes. I mean, he had one late in the fourth quarter, but you're just trying to get a stop and he was able to get to the outside. So if you look at, at, at where we're at, and I know this week we're going to kind of do a show where we're wrapping up how the season went. I know today we're primarily focusing on things that happened for this game but when I'm when I'm I'm watching this when I was watching this game I was I was really frustrated because one Corey Davis wasn't 
able to get involved at all. I mean, they tried to throw it to him, but he ended the day with zero catches. He yeah. ended up going out hurt, which honestly, that could have been the reason Ryan Tannehill threw that pick at the end yeah. because they, they throw it to Khalif. And that's if, if I could have one play back to Nard outside of that Lamar Jackson rushing touchdown, that would have been the play. I mean, you saw AJ Brown wide open on the other side. And that's just, yeah. that's what frustrates me because that's probably him taking it to the house and we're tying this game up. We're going for two there to see just to get the, get the lead. But again, that's, not exactly how things went down and so you just gotta you gotta regroup and, and start looking forward to the future because I mean what's done is done today and tightens their season unfortunately as we've talked about it's came to an end yeah listen I want to shout out first of all to the defense Jeffrey Simmons Daquan Jones Crawford Brooke Reed the former yeah. Houston Texan played pretty good I like his hair he got hair like blonde hair the long blonde hair and then let me cut yours off but you know what? Let me say this. And, and I was talking to the radio station, at least two of them, and they were saying, how do you contain Lamar? If you were as a defensive coordinator, how would you how would you basically keep him, you know, contained? And the defensive line and the linebackers and our secondary play pretty good all game long. They give up 20 points to a very explosive offense. And let me say, I know sometimes the score is not indicative of you know, really the way that sometimes a unit really play, but this defense played lights out. <clears throat> so I want to say, to say congratulations. But let me tell you something. When I studied Lamar Jackson and I was telling people, this is how you contain a great quarterback like him. Make him move laterally. He doesn't want to go side to side, east and west. He wants to go north and south. You saw that on that explosive play for 48 yards in the second quarter when he went 48 yards for that touchdown. That defense, basically, they made him go side to side, and he didn't like that. You can tell he's just uncomfortable. Even the first game back in uh, week 11 was at November the 22nd when they played him down in Baltimore. You saw where they forced him to go east and west. He didn't want to do that. And pretty much for the whole – well, pretty much in the first half, they kept him under wraps. He doesn't like that. That's not his game. Lamar reminds me of a lot of the great Steve McNair. If you never watched Mac play, Mac was incredible. He was like a second running back, okay? I tell people all the time, even though Eddie George is a great, he was a great running back, I think Steve was better. Because when Steve would find a crease, Davey, he was gone. But teams that were able to stop him, really what they did was they stayed in their lanes and made him go side to side. That wasn't his game. But when he found a crease, he became a second running back. That's like having two backs in the backfield, which is a killer for the defense. We saw when Lamar busted that long 48 scamper. I mean, he had about four guys basically chasing him. And then KB, I understand where Kevin, he made a great play, the angle that he took. Hey, nobody can tackle Lamar one-on-one in space. That's not going to happen. Kevin Bard did a great job. I know people want to point sometimes the finger at guys and say, well, he should have made that tackle. Uh-uh. Not on a great play as it's elusive. Uh, as uh, Lamar is, that's not going to happen. But listen, for the most part, the defense play lights out. They gave this team a chance to win today. Unfortunately, on the offensive side of the ball, they just couldn't generate no momentum, especially in the second half. They came out very uh, lackadaisical in the third quarter. And I think that's where Baltimore really, they built on from two minutes and 39 seconds in the second quarter going on to the third. And you saw that momentum carry on in the fourth quarter. And that's what playoff football is about. It's about gaining momentum at the right time. Pete Carroll said it best. Coach Carroll says, 
You win in the fourth quarter. And that's exactly what Baltimore did. They basically, they stayed around. Listen, it was 10 to 10 at halftime. And basically, Tennessee still had a chance to win with the last series, okay? They still had a chance to go up and win this game or at least tie it, but they couldn't. Why? Because Baltimore generated, the, they, they had the momentum. And we saw the play where Peters makes the pick and Khalil, uh, when Khalil Raymond fell, you know, that ball, that play was designed for CD. That ball was basically designed for Corey Davis, who was ineffective. The X factor of the last game when they played in Baltimore was Corey. Corey was a no-show today. You can't just depend on AJ. You can't just depend on number 11. Your playmakers have got to step up. And that's what happened today with Baltimore. Marquise, Hollywood Brown, he showed up big today, Davey. This was his second game where he had over 100 yards this year. That was the X factor of them winning today as opposed to that we lost because our X factor CD didn't step up. And that's what happened. They won because their playmakers made plays. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that I'm I'm most frustrated with Denard is because 13 points was the lowest scoring output that this offense has had all year, all regular season. Green Bay was the next closest with 14, and we know that was like the worst game the Titans played all season. So when you when you have that, and you're talking about Corey Davis, I don't know if Corey's going to be back next year. I don't know if Arthur Smith is going to be back next year. So to have such a prolific offense, the most, I mean, they're talking about it's like the most prolific offense whenever you're talking about being able to put up numbers in Titans history. And to kind of go out like this with what might be two key components, that just, that's what irks me. So I don't know. It's it's one of those things to where, I mean, this one's going to feel bad for Titans fans for a while. I know I'm going to be, hurting on this one for a bit, but we'll see what happens. We'll see how they decide to move forward. I, I guess, D, I know like this This one's been a fairly short episode, but before we get out of here, man, is there anything, Is other, other comments you want to make as it relates to how this game went? Well, I just, hey, they just, uh, let me just say this about the National Football League is, this league stands for change. Things are never the same. Rosters change every year. I love what someone told me about this game. He says that National Football League, the NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> for coaches, players, general managers, the only individuals that have tenure in this business are the owners, okay? The people that I call it the wealthy. That's a place where I like to be someday. Uh, well, I'm just going to daydream, but I will say, <laughs> I'm with I, will you, buddy. Say, <laughs> I just want just give me some of that Mahomes money. But I'd say it like this is that every year it changes, you know, this team again. Th- yes, we still have a lot of guys that's going to come back. But again, the rosters will always change. There's going to be the numbers that stay the same. Unfortunately, the faces change in this business. That's what it is. And. Yes, Arthur Smith, Corey Davis, they both put themselves in situations to elevate their careers. I think Corey would be the number one uh, targeted free agent um, when free agency comes out. I know the Giants are already eyeing him. I've been hearing some sources talking about they need a quality receiver, and I do believe he is a number one receiver. I don't know what happened today. Uh, he just was a no-show. But when you uh, – was that – when he was – 
you know, playing as lights out this year. He's very productive. Arthur Smith basically has put himself in a situation to be a head coach. Uh, those are what we call opportunities that are very seldom for players and coaches. So they got to go. You know why? Because it is a, a situation that's going to bear them and their families. And this NFL, National Football League, it is a job. And for people that think it's just a game where you go clock in for a couple hours a day, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. It is a job. It is a taxing job on your body, on your mind, and your soul. Okay, so when you have a chance to elevate your career in this league, you got to go. Unfortunately, I was in that situation years ago where someone told me, I love Nashville. I did not want to leave Tennessee. I was very adamant about that. I do not want to leave. Someone told me, Denard, listen, you may not get this opportunity again. If you're in a chance where you can make money not only for you, but you're making it for your family, then you got to go. It's imperative that you you have to leave. You got to you, you got to be able to put you put yourself in a position where you're not only succeeding for yourself, but for future generations. So you have to think about it like that. So for both Arthur Smith and Corey Davis, I wish him well. If this is the last time we see both of them as a coach in a Titans and in a Titans uniform again, this may not ever happen again. And you, you sell them. I've always been taught this. You don't be, you don't get too many chances in life. You don't get too many second chances to make a first impression. So again, you got to take this opportunity and run with it. So to those two, uh, it was an, just really awesome just to watch him call games. And to Corey, it was great because he had a great season this year. He should have about a thousand yards receiving. Unfortunately, he didn't have a good game against Houston and today. But uh, yeah, you know, again, congratulations to the Titans team. It was a great season. So it was very, it was fun for me to watch. Yeah, and we'll. As I mean, the off season gets here, we'll continue to like go back and and look at things that we thought were great, and see if the Titans are able to kind of continue to hit it along those lines. I mean, it's it's going to be a fun off season for us, Denard. We're going to be able to do a lot of different things, try some new things, and if you guys have suggestions on how you would like for us to try to maybe add something here or there, please just let us know. You can follow Denard on Twitter at Denard underscore Walker, and me myself at Davy underscore Hudson, and we always like hearing from you. We always like interacting with the listeners. And like I say every time, we do appreciate you all listening in because if it wasn't for you all, this wouldn't be possible. So, D, I hate that the season's over, man, but that's that's what's great about this sport is there's there's always next year. Like, always next I, year. Yeah, so I don't know. That, uh, that elusive Super Bowl, maybe we'll see what the Titans are able to do. We at least know that their foundation pieces in – Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry are here for the foreseeable future. And I'm I'm always excited for the draft. So once that starts to get around to time and the combine gets here, looking forward to talk about that, some pieces that the Titans might look to add. There's just, I mean, there's so many different things we can get into. But Denard, wrapping up our first full season, I appreciate you being here. I've really enjoyed being able to get to know you getting to talk with you on the show, pick your brain because you have been extremely insightful and it's been a true blessing to be doing the show with you, my friend. Same. I echo those sentiments. And I, it's like I told you along, what, probably about a few podcasts ago, I love you like a brother that I never wanted. And I still feel that same way. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> I, 
I would like to say I like you like a brother that I would want, but hey, we'll just we'll just leave it as is, man. So, but that is gonna wrap it up for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. We'll be back again later this week. But you're listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network, and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.